Bro. Welcome back to another Fan Friday episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. As we all know, the legendary dead man, The Undertaker, has announced his retirement from professional wrestling. It is a sad moment for a lot of fans in the wrestling world. Even if you didn't like Taker, it's a sad moment. The man debuted in November of 1990, retired in June of 1990. Taker has wrestled my entire life. I was four months old when Taker debuted. So, feels a little old for me, but it is what it is. So, this week, I asked the fans and listeners to our podcast to give me their favorite Taker moment of all time in honor of the dead man in his career. So, we're going to start off this week with Brian. Brian said his favorite moment wasn't a televised match. Brian went to In Your House in Louisville to watch watch the whole pay-per-view, and the dark match after the pay-per-view was none other than The Undertaker and Goldust. Two gentlemen who are still fighting to this day. Taker just retired. But he put it in his words, it was an amazing end to the show. It was a dark match. I mean, could you imagine a dark match between these two legends? I mean, what an absolutely phenomenal thing. So thank you, Brian, for that one. Next up is Josh Davis who said his favorite Taker mo- wasn't exactly a moment, but it was a little bit of an era, was the Ministry of Darkness era, which lasted from 98 to 99, and included members The Undertaker, Farouk and Bradshaw, The Acolytes, Midian, Viscera, and for a short time, The Brood, which was Edge and Christian and Gangrel. Now, this group terrorized everybody. They went as far as kidnapping Stephanie and trying to put her on the Taker cross. They hung, they crucified Stone Cold put him on the cross, tried to embalm him, and was stopped by Kane. So, I mean, just crazy moments like this. And then we all know that became the corporate ministry, and Vince McMahon was the higher power, and kind of just kind of ruined the whole thing. The Ministry of Darkness could have had a much longer run, and it could have even been done recently with all the characters we have. So thanks, Josh, for that one. Next up is Adam Acosta, otherwise known as Sanchez. Buddy of mine that I met in November at a wedding of both of our best friends. He put Taker vs. Taker, SummerSlam 94. This was Paul Bearer's Taker vs. Ted DiBiase's Undertaker. Which, funny thing was, Ted DiBiase's Taker was Brian Lee, who is the real-life cousin of The Undertaker. So I thought that was so cool that they had this set up where Yokozuna fought Taker in a casket match. Or fought in a match. They, Yokozuna won with the help of eight other superstars. All nine of them beat down Taker, put him in the casket. As it was going, smoke came underneath the casket. Taker's image came on the screen. He said his few words and got ascended to wherever Taker goes. Well, it goes on that DiBiase was trying to... He said he had the money to possess Taker because DiBiase brought Taker in. Well, it turned out to be... Paul Bear came out and said he was a lie, a liar. And then the next week on Heartbreak Hotel, Ted DiBiase debuted... The Underfaker, Brian Lee. Well, Paul Bearer tried to convince him to come back. And then later on, the week, two weeks before the pay-per-view, it came out that Paul Bearer was in the ring yelling about it. Well, Brian Lee puts his hand on Bearer's throat. The gong goes off. 
Paul Bearer is outside the ring talking about he can feel the presence of the legendary dead man. And he knew he was back. Well, the next week on Heartbreak Hotel, again, it goes off. And this time it's the dead man with a message for DiBiase. He says, bring your whatever he is, and he will rest in peace. So thank you. That was such a great series. Terrible match. Great buildup. Next up, he has Taker vs. Mankind at Hell in a Cell and King of the Ring 98. This is the match, if you talk to WCW guys like Jericho and stuff, when Taker throws Mankind off the cell, Jericho said, we've lost. The Monday Night Wars are over. Taker was very reluctant to throw Mick off the top because he said, Mick, you're going to die. But he went on with it, and it became arguably the biggest moment in wrestling history. When he throws Mankind off the top of the Hell in a Cell through that announce table, it was arguably the biggest moment in history. And then Mick gets taken, he gets off the stretcher, Taker's on the top of the cell, he climbs back up, Taker choke slams him on top of the cell, the cell breaks, Mick lands back first. The, the cell was not supposed to break. Taker ends up winning this match, but it lives in infamy because of those moments. So thank you, Sanchez, for those absolutely phenomenal moments in time. Everybody's got a price! For the Million Dollar Man. So without further ado, I will introduce to you now my mystery partner, led to the ring by his manager, Brother Love, weighing in at 320 pounds from Death Valley. I give you The Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker, the mystery partner is now revealed. I never heard of him. Oh, take oh. Him. Pounds looks to be 6'9, 6'10, someone in that neighborhood, lad. 6'6, 10. I don't know, it's hard to tell from here. Holy cow! Look at the look on the face. Alright, so our second part to our Undertaker Fan Friday podcast. We have Chris Burden talking his favorite Taker moments are both matches against HBK. So Mania 25 and 26, and the return of the dead man, and of course the Ministry of Darkness, just like we talked about earlier with Josh. So Mania 25 is billed as the greatest Mania match in history. When you look at rankings of matches, this one is more times than not number one all-time in matches. The next year is Sean been dejected. Taker kept telling him, no, I'm not fighting you. Well, Sean forced his hand. At Elimination Chamber that year, he came in the middle of the match, super kicked Taker, allowing Chris Jericho to pick up the pin, costing Taker his title, thus setting up the match, and Taker won in Sean's career. Well, he retired HBK at WrestleMania 26. So those two matches are absolutely phenomenal. These are two of the biggest performers in WrestleMania history. One is a Mr. WrestleMania. One is the reason WrestleMania is what it is now. So, thank you, Chris, for those two. And, of course, Taker's return at WrestleMania 20. This is after his years as the American Badass. Kane has buried Taker. Taker's teased for months and months. Cost Kane his Royal Rumble spot. And we don't know which Taker we're going to get 
and we hear that iconic Paul Bearer, oh, yes, and Taker returns as the dead man. I still get goosebumps. And, of course, it happened in the mecca of sports entertainment in Madison Square Garden. So great of a spot. Thank you, Chris, for those. Next up is Matty Ice, his Mania 27 match with Triple H. Matt says it's his favorite Taker match of all time. This is after Triple H trying to defend Sean's honor, trying to do what Sean couldn't do and beat the dead man. This match has that iconic picture of Taker is locked in Hell's Gate. Triple H has the sledgehammer up, and his hand just goes limp, and he drops it. Taker choked Triple H out for the win. After this match, this is the first time Taker could legitimately not walk out of WrestleMania. He had to be stretchered out. So, I mean, this match took everything out of both men. And this was part of a four-year run with Taker, Sean, and Triple H where WrestleMania matches were gold. So thank you, Matty Eyes, for that one. And last on the list is mine. Mine's a little different than most because I like this this Taker better than most. Judgment Day 2000. Iron Man match between Triple H and The Rock. The Rock is in the ring getting beat up. DX has joined the ring. Shawn Michaels is a special guest referee. And all of a sudden, the camera cuts to the Titantron, and it's these little girls saying, now back from the dead. He's here. And Taker comes out on a motorcycle. And oh, it was so great. The crowd went electric. He laid everyone out. Tombstone Triple H costing The Rock the match. Even though the buzzer had gone off, shouldn't have counted. Yada, yada, yada. But on Taker was on Broken Skull Session with Stone Cold and said, listen, I took a gamble. At this moment, the gamble had to pay off. There was no going back now, and it worked. I loved this era of Taker, the American badass. Absolutely loved it. And, of course, it's hard for me to go and not mention any Taker return in history ever. Some of them have been better than others. But I love most or all of his matches because the Dead Man is my favorite superstar. One that I unfortunately never got to see wrestle in person. I did get to hear the gong go off before Survivor Series five years ago when it was Taker and Kane versus the Wyatt family. We were in Knoxville, Tennessee for a SmackDown. The gong went off. I flipped out like a lunatic and her and saw Taker on the Titantron. I never personally got to see Taker live. It's always one of my biggest wrestling regrets. So thanks to all these gentlemen for submitting their stuff for Fan Friday. I mean, this is one of my favorite things to do is to have it involving the fans. So thank you, Yawn Man, Josh Davis, Sanchez, Chris Burton, Matty Ice. Thank you, gentlemen, for submitting all of these favorite Taker moments. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.